Welcome back to episode three of Car Party. This is your music exploration podcast, delivering you the best music each week. We go through every genre. We really take the work out of it for you. We listen to every new release. And instead of you having to go through figuring out what's good, what's bad of the week, we just give you what's good. We just hand deliver it to you. Um, you know, we're just, uh, we're martyrs and we're doing it for you because we love you. I couldn't do it without my good friend and co-host Kyle. Kyle, hey, hey. what did the jams? Did you find us some jams this week? Let's get it. Let's go. And my name is Ryan. I forgot to say my own name. I guess if uh, people it's not care. Yeah, you know, it's all right. Uh, so we're making it even easier than just telling you how to uh, how to go find this new music. We're, we're making a playlist every week of our podcast and every, every song we talk about. So the two ways you can go find that, if you're on your computer, you can go to carpartypod.com, carpartypod.com. Should take you right to our Spotify page. Throw that. Uh, the Spotify playlist page, throw that a follow, make it real easy to follow along to see what songs we're talking about. We're also going to throw a link in the episode description in Apple Podcasts and in the Spotify podcast for the the playlist. So click right on that, should take you right there. And you got to stick around for the end of the podcast where we you pass us the ox and we throw you three songs to really kick off the middle of your week, your weekend, the end of your weekend, whenever you're listening to this. So well, the story is, I mean, we just make it easy, man. Yeah, I really wish I had one of these for me because <laughs> I spend way too much time listening to music, trying to find good stuff, and I wish I just had, you know. That's what you're for, actually. You're my hip-hop yeah. car party. I'm the, the hip-hop guru in your life, some might say. Yeah, yeah, and I just barely touch on everything else, just little, <laughs> little tiny little speckles. So go ahead and subscribe. Rate us five stars wherever you get your podcasts. Go, go throw us a little comment. Either go, you know say something funny, try to make us laugh, write us a scathing review, just make sure it's five stars. But like the comment can be mean. Yeah, like you can be as mean yeah, as you stars. want as long as there's five stars next to it. Yeah, I think that's actually a great idea. So go rip us a new one, rate us five stars. <laughs> Alrighty, so not too much, uh, let's get it going. Not too much news this week. Um, the one thing that did happen on Tuesday, uh, the day we're recording, is the XXL Freshman 2020 class. And I'm gonna let Kyle explain a little bit what that is if you're not aware. Yeah, perfect. We got perfect. So the the double XL freshman is something that's that's touted in hip hop as sort of a coming of age. There's certainly a number of people who have been misses in the past that have been included For in the sure. list. Um, but it's really designed by double XL, which is one of the more common hip hop magazines and. Um, just in terms of content for hip hop. And they essentially create a class every year of what they consider to be up and comers in, in hip hop. So it's pretty well respected for the most part, um, has brought you a lot of great names in hip, in hip hop. I mean, some of the most notable ones being people like J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, Travis Scott, um, you know, Lupe Fiasco was even on it way back in the day, right? It's, it's been around for a while, but um, I'll give you a quick rundown of who's in it this year and then additionally some names that um, we're most excited about or maybe maybe I'm most excited about, both sides. Um, but the names are Polo G, Cowboy, NLE Choppa, Lil Keed, Chica, Lil Tajay, Jack Harlow, Baby Keem, Rod Wave, Mulatto, Fivo Foreign, and in the 10th spot, uh, 24 Karat Golden. Can you so, imagine how bad I would have messed up those names? Yeah, that's why you have me. That's why you have me, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is, uh, this is kind of a nice segue into some of the new music this week. Uh, as you can imagine, a lot of these names dropped music 
with, I would assume, the assumption being they were going to be on the list or they were notified. So um, we got some new music from Rod Wave is one that I'm pretty excited about. He's an individual I've been listening to for a while. Um, he's kind of touted as like a, essentially a hood singer, but crooner is almost a word that I would give him in terms can of I get the way. A, can I get a comparison? Who's like similar to him? Gosh. A hood singer. Um, I mean, you could almost put Ty Dolla Sign in a similar okay. comparison. I see that. Ty Dolla Sign is more of a hook guy, whereas Rod Wave is mm-hmm. kind of crooning throughout an entire song. But you okay. might consider them to be peers, even honestly, The Weeknd a little bit. The Weeknd is obviously a lot more mainstream with it, but he's very hip-hop True. to his core. Um, so Rod Wave is somebody I'm really excited about. He just dropped a deluxe for his album with actually 10 new songs on it. So some people would consider that to be an entire project. <laughs> yeah, Um know. But a lot of good songs there. And then uh, Chica also dropped a new single, which we're both pretty excited about. Yeah, Chica, 22-year-old rapper, singer-songwriter from Alabama. We talked about her a little bit. Episode one, she was one of my favorite uh, projects thus far of 2020 with her EP Industry Games. Um, she's extremely talented rapper. She actually, this past week, she was just doing an Instagram Live and Snoop Dogg, like, she saw Snoop Dogg, like, just popping in the Instagram Live. She's like, what's going on? Why is Snoop Dogg in here? <laughs> and he was just like, yo, I'm just here to tell you, like, I love your music. I love your shit. And, like, pretty I wanted you to hear it from me, from the dog's mouth. <laughs> so that's <laughs> that's pretty cool for Talk her. Talk about an early co-sign in a rapper's career. The Godfather. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so she came out with a new song titled You Should. And a little more singing, a little more R&B from Chica mm-hmm. than the, the rap we were most of the rap from that EP project, um, she's a fantastic singer, for sure. Surprisingly um, so. I mean, not not to doubt her abilities, but when I heard, first heard her start singing, I was very impressed. Here's the thing, though. I think this would be an amazing song, a switch up on a rap primary album. Yep. But, like, when her verse, rapping verse came in, I sparked up, like, yeah. different than when she's singing. So... I don't know if I could do a whole album with this, but she's very talented. She's yeah, a great I agree. I think it's too. I think it's almost like you could consider this to be an interlude on an album. Would be kind For of sure. a cool way to see it is she's spitting, 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 and then all of a sudden she drops some singing on you and then gets right back to the bars. I mean, she's a very good rapper, so it's I, I agree with you completely. Yeah, I'm really excited that she was on the uh that twenty twenty XXL list because I think she's one of the few I've seen some comments today on like different social medias that like XXL is turning into not, oh, this is an underground person you haven't heard of yet. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, oh, you already know them and they're already kind of commercial and a little bigger. Um, I, think, Chica, I, think I think one of the names is pretty awesome. Yeah, couldn't agree more. I think one of the names that would really fall into that is like, and this is no disrespect to Jack Harlow by any means, but Jack Harlow really has one song. And he made the double yeah. XL freshman list, which is what's pretty poppin'? common. Yeah, what's happened? Which is a, a banger. Don't get me great wrong. Great song. But it's a great song. I want more of yeah, that. Yeah, but it's a perfect example of double XL kind of taking what's hot and what's what's real right now, and then just immediately plugging it into their double XL freshman. So nice to see somebody like Chica on there, who we know has some actual bones to what she does, and, and looking forward to seeing a lot more from her in the future. I thought uh, I was looking back at the the XXL freshman classes and the one like combo I thought was hilarious that they're in the same class 2016 it was Lil Dicky and Anderson Pack, <laughs> like, like nothing like a little Lil Dicky and Anderson Pack. yeah I mean that's a definitely an interesting combo to come out of a double XL freshman class um two yeah, very sure. different individuals but both talented <laughs> in their own right yeah extremely talented uh so 
hype for my girl Chica. Moving on to actually last year, 2019, XXL freshman, mm-hmm. uh, DaBaby, who 28-year-old North Carolina rapper. I would say probably one of the hottest rappers in the game. I don't know if you would agree. Without and, question. And uh, I would say he definitely knows it. We saw the video of him playing an acoustic guitar in his car uh, to his own <laughs> song, Rockstar. He doesn't know how to play the guitar. He's just, like, doing nothing. And then he throws it out of the uh, the sunroof. So Yeah, well, I mean, he's, the, he's the lyric cool. is, <laughs> he goes, can I say his lyrics? Maybe, maybe not. He says, brand new Lamborghini, fuck a cop car. And literally in that video of him playing guitar he's in the front seat of a brand new lamborghini and then throws it out the hood so yeah so he's feeling himself but for sure. honestly he just came out with a where is it there it is uh deluxe version mm-hmm. like we said earlier to his album uh blame it on the baby similarly sized i think there was another 10 songs off of this one yeah and one of my questions before we even get into it is this like the new mixtape just to like drop a deluxe and throw 10 songs on it? Is this like a normal thing? I think it's an excuse to use some of the leftover stuff from your album, right? I think mm-hmm. most of these songs at least came close to making the album or were created in the album making process. And it's an easy way to keep people engaged, especially in a time where there's not really much to lose from dropping extra songs. You're not going to yeah. lose listeners right now, especially when people have more time than ever to listen to music during a quarantine or whatever it may be. So I think it's also a low risk way to show off some different types of songs, right? A, a yeah, really I good agree. example of that is people, which is, yes, in my opinion, love people, the best song from the baby off of this deluxe in the baby's opinion too. Cause yeah, at the beginning he says it of in, the yeah. deluxe. He's like, people is my favorite on this. Yeah. <laughs> so he, so he was kind of running that by you, but I think it's also, like I said, just a very low risk way to make sure that he can drop new music with a little bit of flair. And I think the baby is, is coming to realize just, like we had said that he's starting to branch out and we had talked about this on the last podcast, but he's starting to realize that maybe the staying power with one type of flow is not here. And so I think this was kind of just a glimpse. He's like, Hey, I'm working on it. And it was kind of just a nice check in from him. I low key thought this was better than the album. These 10 songs were better than the album songs. I Me personally, agree with that. it was like, I would, I listened to it top to bottom. Cause I don't know if I've even listened to the album before this deluxe came out and I loved the songs I loved were uh, people TLC and blind were mm-hmm. the three that were very like different. They weren't just like the strict the baby flow that he's kind of always had. Um, but yeah, it was awesome. And it I've been like, given, it's kind of like, I was just gonna say, yeah. I've been given the baby a little bit of a hard time just because despite the fact that I know exactly who he is in hip hop right now, which is one of the most popular artists and he's, definitely got a recognizable flow and it's fun to listen to i just was challenging him a little bit in my opinion i was waiting for more and i think this was the first glimpse that okay the baby might be around for a while he might be able to that's exactly my thought too so like i was like maybe i should actually trust this dude to put out like good stuff for a while yeah just kind of like he's going triple platinum on multiple songs clearly the dude has some sort of skill set yeah so that was exciting. I really enjoyed that. I'm probably going to keep listening to those songs and probably the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not like the songs were just, I don't want to say it's like R&B, but they were a little less like hard than normal baby. Like not so in your face. Right. Like kind of a little more has a hook to him and that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, his normal flow is like, and he definitely laid off of that a little bit. So yeah, but I loved it. It was sweet. Money. Moving on to Amine. I would probably say the most talked about new release from last week. He's a 26-year-old rapper, singer-songwriter from Portland, Oregon, where shout out, boy shout out. Kyle is from. Shout out, shout out. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Um, 
I enjoyed a few of the singles before this. I kind of listened to them a little bit. I didn't take him too seriously. I just thought it was kind of like a fun alternative rapper, if you will. Um, so he dropped his sophomore album, Limbo. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know. I don't know how I really feel about this one. I think it was a solid release. It had some good songs, but at the end of the day, I think it has too many holes to be a great album. I agree. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I think it has... So for me personally, right, I've lived in Portland for the last three years now, and I would like to say that it's it's definitely my adoptive city. And there's a lot of references to Portland in here that are very touching to me, ones that mm-hmm. I really enjoyed. I mean, Woodlawn, in my opinion, is the best song on the album, and that's actually a neighborhood in Portland that's only about oh, cool. two miles north of where I live currently. Um, oh, that's has sick. one of my favorite bars in Portland, Retro Game Bar. So it's, I mean, just in general, this album touched me probably differently than it would most just because I understood a lot of the Portland, Oregon references and felt good about that. And I think it was, you know, from somebody like, like Amine that who really is as of right now, a one hit wonder with Caroline. I think this was definitely a step in the right direction where he could, he's starting to realize he can rap pretty aggressively with a lot of bar for bar people right now, but it's just not cohesive. And that's, yeah. that's to be expected. I mean, it's his first I, I would say this is the first album that's dropped and it's been he's been one of the hottest albums that week so it's yeah, it's agree. encouraging to see that he's he's at least taking steps in the right direction and like i said the portland love i'm I'm here for it yeah i think uh another song i really liked it was a single that came out about a month ago but compensating mm-hmm. like it's a hell of a hook it's like a very catchy like i can see that getting some radio play someone that's not a huge hip-hop hop fan enjoying that yeah that song's awesome yeah, anytime you slap a young thug feature on a verse, it, it ends up being pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that dude shows up everywhere. Yep. All right, well, taking quite the turn from our normal hip-hop Skrr! over to some uh, over some Andy, some Andy folk. We got Boney Vare. Mm. Yes, that's how you say it. It's not Bon Iver or how, however else. Uh, you you know, listen to that Bone Evely guy? <laughs> Honestly, it's like when you first say an artist out loud it's one of the scariest things to ever happen oh, for to sure. your life you're just like oh my god like I don't, I don't know how to say this yeah without question without question yeah so so it's i'm not gonna lie that was three or four of the artists on the the double xl freshman i was like <laughs> that's why i would have looked like an idiot it's <laughs> just like oh god there's so many names kyle can you do it um, um so what is Bon Iver. so what is this song called so this song is called A-U-A-T-C, which stands for, wait, that's at the bottom. You got this. Ate up all their cake. Mm, so he's a very uh, politically driven guy. He likes to just talk about like real life shit. The first uh, single that came out a little while ago was, uh, it's another weird acronym, uh, P-D-L-I-F, Please Don't Live in Fear. So that came out in April, like early COVID, just mm-hmm. trying to like, themes of like unity and hope and all that kind of stuff um so a lot of people both of those singles came out saying season five episode one for the first one and season five episode two for the second one and that's very hopeful for a lot of bony bear fans because his albums are he's kind of said it himself and I don't know if it started as fan theory or started with him saying it, but his four albums are supposed to be the four different seasons. Right. So his first album is for for Emma forever ago was winter, um, self titled Boney Vera spring, twenty two a million is summer, and I I is fall. A lot of people didn't know if we were gonna get another one, and um, 
It's looking encouraging, at least. Yeah, it it is pretty encouraging. The first one, just because it said season five, episode one, like people are like, ah, maybe that's just like a single. Now that he came out with a second one, people are pretty pretty excited about it. Um, So am I, for sure. But I just kind of want to talk a little bit about um, Justin Vernon, who's Mm -hmm. the lead man of Bon Iver. Um, He's involved in like a bunch of different projects. So I feel like there's a lot of Bon Iver fans that don't know there's a bunch of different vessels to go find this dude and like... Um, different projects he's in so i fell into the that one I, a long time like when i first started listening to bonavere and you kind of were the the instigator i was like i love this but there's not enough music and i think you were kind of for the first sure. one to handhold me to find more and then there's like oh god there's too much music this dude has <laughs> been in like 10 bands and yep. they like he just pops from one to the other it's not like they're hiatuses and they're like mad at each other he's just like a creative crazy person just yeah. always bouncing around um so the one I've been talking about a lot recently is Big Red Machine. That's the combination of him and the National. The National is Aaron Desner, the guy who produced Folklore by Taylor Swift. So very similar vibes to that, al- that mm-hmm. album. If you're feeling it, go listen to that. Um, especially if you like Justin Vernon, the Boney Bear lead singer. He's got other uh, bands he's had in the past. Volcano Choir, The Shouting Matches. The Shouting Matches is actually awesome. I f- I don't. I didn't listen to that Strokes album, but if you like something like the Strokes, kind of like a little older rock kind of feel, the Shouting Matches is awesome. Right. Um, and he actually has been a pretty big hand in a lot of Kanye music. I'm pretty sure you knew that. Yep. Um, like Lost in the World at the end of My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. So good. Is just his song Woods by Volcano Choir, just kind of like revamped and changed up a little bit. Um, he's also like the first. Uh, voice you hear and hold my liquor. So I, when I realized that, that like, wait, my favorite Kanye songs, because they're my favorite Kanye songs, it's because mm-hmm. this dude who I like in a different area of music, <laughs> it was just like so mind blowing. Um, so yeah, these songs are interesting. They're Bon Iver, as his albums have come out, they've started with very kind of chill, snowy folk, walking through snow kind of feel you know, studying into the wee hours of the night kind of albums and kind of turned a little more experimental, like verging on some Yeezus experimental. And then we kind of settled into a common ground of still experimental, but still kind of uh, maybe a little brighter than his other um, albums. And these songs are, these songs are interesting. Um, The AUATC ate up all their cake is like super pitched up. It's his voice just like way like electronically pitched up and it's like people are like what i like your voice way better when you like normally sing that high not like you sing low and then you get a computer to make it way higher i i um, fell into that category a little bit yeah like there is the version on the internet of it just like pitched lower and it sounds like awesome it's like damn i wish this was I'll, to look, I'll look into that because i think that was my biggest thing was i was just looking for the natural voice that we're used to hearing so when it yeah. when it was that as you call it pitched up, which I've never heard that term before, but I trust you to, to say it's the right term. Um, yeah, I got you. But I felt I felt the same exact way. I was just like, eh, like it it's still a great song, and I really enjoyed it. And I I think that honestly, Bonavera at this point could put out probably the worst song of all time. I'd be like, I I get it though. It's it's artist. It's it's very artistic, and I really enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. That's where I once was with Kanye, like the full stand, like. Oh, this is incredible. That's yeah. where I am with Boney Bear. He can do whatever. Yeah, I'm still there. Uh, but I'm just happy he's dropping music. That's not a normal thing. I feel like he usually takes big 
big gaps in between releases and singles yeah, he's, and things. He's so. historically been very Frank Ocean with the way that he's approached his music yes. releases. So encouraging yeah, he to hear some it. songs from him. Faux show. All right. Well, then we'll take another hard left, but this is a confusing turn sure. because it's, uh, it's Machine Gun Kelly. So it's a guy that, I mean, I feel like one of your favorite rappers. I don't know if that's true or not. And he's taken quite the turn recently. So I'll let you kind of talk about I'm curious where you put him in rap in general. Is he kind of like a top tier rapper? Is he just kind of like... No, he's not. I mean, I think that lyrically he's an extremely strong rapper. The reason why I'm so biased and I will always be hand up first and foremost, Machine Gun Kelly, I probably will always be a little bit blind to how good he actually is. But I started listening to his music during some really hard times in my life. And I Mm -hmm. think everybody has a couple artists like that where they just relate very deeply to somebody's music at the right time to be fully invested in their career from then on out, which Machine Gun Kelly is one of those artists to me. I think in most hip hop circles, he's respected as a very good MC and an exceptional performer. It's kind of the mm. thing that he's best known for is just putting on a hell of a show. Um, like so, Travis Scott? Would you say that with Travis Scott? Yeah, Travis Scott is more of a hit maker though. Like I wouldn't say that yeah. I wouldn't say that he's That's put true. together necessarily a, a full album of, you know, real introspection and trying to make an impact, whereas MGK certainly <laughs> has tried to do that and in my opinion yeah. has done that successfully. Um, but like I said, I'll always be a little bit biased on MGK just because when I was, you know, sixteen, seventeen going through hard shit, I found him and it just true. hit at the right time. Um but yeah, his singles are very much I mean, you could say alternative, you could say rock, you could say borderline, like, angsty 90s rock. I don't really even know what you would put this in the category. For of. sure. Like, the first two are just not, like, if you showed me that, I would never think that was Machine Gun Kelly or right. anyone that's ever, like, done hip-hop before. The first one, Bloody Valentine. No. Uh, concert concert for Aliens, mm-hmm. which just sounds just like a hip-hop song. Um, sounds exactly just like a rise against like song I would listen to in like grade school, like very just sounds like alternative rock for sure. Um, the more recent one, my ex's best friend, Mm -hmm. uh, featuring black bear. I enjoyed more. I feel like it was a more fuse of the two genres, a little bit alternative, a little bit of rap. Um, black bear was a perfect feature on it. Um, every now and again, Black Bear will come in and have one verse on a song. I'll be like, oh, okay, it's nice to hear from that guy. And then I never need to hear him for another six months. I agree. He's like around all the time, just like featuring all over the place. Yeah. And I just don't know how I feel about him. Like sometimes he just hits and sometimes he doesn't. Yeah. But so to give full, full perspective. So this, these, there's actually three singles, two released this last week, Concert Aliens and My Ex's Best Friend. And there was also Bloody Valentine, which has been out for probably over a month. Um, yeah, they're all on Machine Gun Kelly's upcoming album Tickets to My Downfall, which was originally pitched and has always been spoken about as a joint album with actually Travis Barker. Um, oh, that's sick. I don't know. It it doesn't say as of right now on these songs, Travis Barker's linked, but you can clearly tell he's playing drums and having an impact on it. Um, so I'll be interested to see when it finally releases, if it's just classified as a Machine Gun Kelly album or if it is actually labeled a joint album. But Machine Gun Kelly is notorious for saying that some of his biggest influence comes from Blink-182 and, and some of other bands from that era. So um, would be really cool just to get a full album of this. And I'd, I'm very intrigued to see what it'll be like top to bottom because I think the first three songs are promising at least for just an odd fit in genre. So I'll be, I mean, it's going to be a 15-track album 
we've only heard three of them. So I'm real curious to see what those other 12 are going to be like. Yeah, he did have um, a Misery Business cover. That's a Paramore song. That's a say Machine Gun Kelly and Travis Barker. Okay. Um, so, so that was th- this album has always been talked about as a joint album between the two of them. It's not labeled that way on Apple or Spotify yet, but it might be by the time it's all said and done. Yeah, I'm a little worried. It's just going to be like a forgettable alt rock album and not like a cool. Oh, this is a rapper trying to do alt rock. It's just going to sound like too much like basic alt rock mm-hmm. i feel like the first definitely could have them like excuse me definitely could happen but he's got 12 more songs so let's just wait and see it's still enjoyable though like they're yeah, good for sure songs they're good alt rock songs for sure for sure all right moving on yeah. uh this is an artist i'm a little less familiar with this is glass animals mm-hmm. this is a psychedelic pop band from the uk I think a lot of people know them best by their hit single, Gooey, from 2014. That's just a fun word to say. Kind of gross. Gooey. <laughs> um, and that's about, I think that's all I've heard from them. Oh, really? Just I, so I have I have quite a few. I'm a, actually a, a Glass Animals fan, which might surprise oh. you. What, um, a, what a switch up. Yeah. Teach so, me about something else. So there are two songs that like kind of grabbed me. Actually, gosh, this was I was in college, so it probably would have been my junior year of college, 2016. Um, season two, episode three, and the other side of paradise are two songs from How to Be a Human Being, their last album, that I just absolutely loved and connected with, and and still to this day I'm a huge fan of. So I kind of dipped my toes in the Glass Animals pool a little bit, and they're they're a really interesting mix. And the way that I would describe them is every now and again they're going to drop an absolute banger on you, and it's going to be phenomenal. You're going to love it. You're going to listen to it like crazy. And then three or four of their other songs are going to sound like they're like whispering to you and just telling you things. <laughs> and I'm like, are they playing a song right now? And they're like, yeah, we're playing a song. It's pretty good. <laughs> so, That's interesting because I did not feel that from their uh, – they came out with a new album uh, on Friday called Dreamland, mm-hmm. and there was no whispering in that. It was, it was, it was a thick, thick, juicy album. Yeah. gooey juicy album yeah for sure yeah i mean it this one is definitely far deeper into that how did you describe it uh just now do i have to say it again or? no at the very beginning you you described uh-huh. it in a something funk pop psychedelic pop band there you go yeah so yeah this one this one definitely dives a lot more into that side um whereas some of their last releases have been a little bit at times sleepier in my opinion yeah yeah this one uh I think the thing you could say is like the songs kind of sounded the same at times, Definitely. but they were never sleepy. Like they're very no. punchy, like thick mm-hmm. bass lines that kind of, I said it was kind of like a hip hop indie fusion almost. Yeah. Like the Tokyo Drift is a song you sent me yeah. a week or so ago. Tokyo that, Drifting is, is definitely my go-to play and it's got Denzel Curry on it, who is a very well-respected young MC. Um, that song I could put on at any given moment and enjoy myself. It's really funny because like when you look through like the indie blogs and like Reddit and stuff, they're like the album's good, but like that song just doesn't really fit with the rest of it. <laughs> it's just like it's about uncomfortable more... people that don't like hip hop. You're like, oh no, this is scary. You're like, wait, we're supposed to be hipsters. Why is there a rap verse on this song? Um, <laughs> Let me adjust my glasses. <laughs> yeah, no, that yeah. song slaps though. I'm a big fan. It's good. It is good. I think the catchiest was uh, Tangerine. That was one of the first songs. Yeah. Um, that one's pretty catchy. Overall, I think it's a good listen. Yeah, it's, I like the album. I, I really don't have... I, I think this is one that I need to let age a little bit. I think my yeah. my initial impression is that I like it a lot, but I'd be curious to see how I feel in a couple months. It's worth a listen right now, especially with the... Um, 
relatively slow week in that type of music. So if you if you like mm-hmm. this kind of funkier pop with an, an occasional hip hop verse, give this a listen. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna intrigue you, and you're probably gonna pick out a few songs that you really like. Yeah, for sure. Uh, speaking of still staying in the funky kind of kind of range, we got the electro funk duo from Montreal called Chromio. Uh, I would say their best known song is jealous. And, um, I've honestly never taken them super seriously. I think there's like a few singles here and there that are fun. I would go stop by them for like a song or two at a music festival just to just be like, Oh, this is, this is funky, you know, dance a little bit. Um, so they have a funky, 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 funky for sure. Funky, uh, new quarantine theme DP called quarantine Casanova. And this shit is ridiculous. Yeah, you <laughs> I don't know love how much it. you listen to this. I did. I, so but it is. You sent it ridiculous. to me. I put it on. I th- this is. I probably wasn't in the right vibe for it. I literally put it on. I laid on my floor in my living room, and I was just like, "This is absurd. <laughs> this is not a lay on your floor <laughs> yeah, in your living like, room. Why am this I is just on like, my oh, floor right now. You know what? I am having a good day. I'm gonna throw on Clorox wipe. That's literally one of their songs it's called Clorox literally. wipe. And it's basically like a simp saying like, hey, I'm, I would be your Clorox wipe and like just wipe things for you <laughs> and wipe yeah. your surfaces. Yes, honey, I will wipe your surfaces. Happy quarantine. Yeah, I wrote down this uh, line because it was hilarious. I would have a purpose. I'll be at your service. Let me wipe your surface because that don't make me nervous. <laughs> like, it's great. It's wonderful. Are you putting this they out somehow in rotation made... though? Be honest. Oh, not at all. Okay, good. No. Because I, I thought say, I like you actually are putting this in rotation. I'm come on. I thought I liked two songs off of it, and then I think the other one was like six feet apart or something. Yeah. And then I just realized like Clark's wipe. It's super funky though. Yeah. It's just like a great vibe. Um, I wasn't mad. I think at the I'm album. gonna it, it just like this to me was like a stretch. When you send me this, you're like, you gotta listen. I love it right now. I was like, oh, I don't <laughs> know, man. <laughs> I do that a lot though. You got to be careful whenever yeah. I send you something while I'm still listening to it. Right. Like. It's just like coffee brain. It's just like, oh my God, listen. Yeah, like, like, I haven't even finished the first 20, 10 seconds, but I love it. <laughs> like, yeah, when you're first thing in the morning listening to an album fresh off coffee, you have aggressive takes. You think music the best is, is way that's, better than this. The, the best is that's at like 7.30 for me and 5.30 for you. So you probably wake up every morning with like fucking 15 messages. Like, damn it, I hate this kid. I literally <laughs> did. I woke up and I had nine text messages of different random ass songs. And I was like, all right, here we and go. And then like noon rolls around. I'm no longer coffee buzzing. I'm like, yeah, sorry, all those songs sucked (laughs) (laughs) yeah so you're gonna have to you're gonna have to deal with that yeah so uh sort through all that bullshit i just sent you and see if you can find one you like yeah but luckily for our listeners by the time this podcast rolls around i've fully come over that i'm like wait all these suck all these are good thus we record on tuesdays (laughs) (laughs) yeah if you record friday after first listen this would be a horrible podcast yeah no kidding so I got two little two little EDM tracks that I enjoyed that came out this week. Uh, the first one is Rabel with a W. Since I was young with Kesha, the Daniel Allen remix. Um, I actually really like Rabel. I love kind of putting the pieces together and figuring out which like singers on EDM songs were on different EDM songs because you don't really notice it while you're listening. You kind of think more of the DJ than the singer. Um, but he he does a lot for Galantis, so. A song that's probably been popular this summer, The Lake by Galantis. He is the singer on Written in the Scars by Galantis, which is in there two albums ago. And then a while back when I was in high school, Ten Feet Tall by Afrojack. Another great song. Ooh. You know that song? Yeah. Yeah. So he's a singer on that. He actually is 
pretty good solo stuff too. I just kind of love his voice. So this one's pretty good. Um, not too crazy for you non EDM people. I feel like you could, you could get through it and not you dip your toes in there and don't be too scared. Yep. And another one, similar kind of vibe fusion by rogue. I wrote down fusion dash rogue and I couldn't figure out which was the title and which was the, uh, <laughs> Dude, artist. I, so I'm I not like, going to lie. Um, when I was, yeah, some of, <laughs> when we do uh, run that back later, there was a couple where I was like, not positive, which one was the artist and which one was the song. I was like, I'm just going to say both in succession and hope for the very, best. very quickly and yeah. nervously and <laughs> nothing goes wrong. Uh, so yeah, that's another song for you. Try to, I don't find a lot of EDM that's good. So when I do, I'm just going to, just going to throw it in that. Yeah. I, I, there's nothing to talk about. It's like, oh, the, the beep boop in uh, uh, 27 seconds. And then the beep boop in 58 seconds is great. No, it's just like, just listen yeah. to it. <laughs> Either you'll like it or you won't. Yeah, that's the thing. If you know, you know. If you like this genre, hit those songs up. If you don't, keep it moving. That was only 30 seconds of your life. You're welcome. For sure. And Spotify has that like hide song shit now. So mm-hmm. if you just hate it, mm-hmm. you just never have to listen to it again. You just hide it and it just goes away. So that's pretty great. Bada bing, bada um, boom. Another one I got is uh, courtesy of our country correspondent, Kathleen. Oh. Um, Brett Eldridge. He's a country singer. You probably know him. Huge uh, fan. The songs love, I know. Love yeah. Brett. You, you uh, don't. You what's don't. his last Quit name? your shit. Uh, Eldridge. <laughs> sure, yeah. Yeah. Um, don't you, Beat of the Music, two big songs by him. I dabble in country only when it's hot, only when there's beer in my hand. Or you're like on a I, boat. I need to see a body of water. Yep. Like all these are very necessary. Yeah. Like if I'm inside, probably in a great mood or I'm with Kathleen and she's showing me country music, but this one's actually fantastic. It's not super country. I think if you would listen to this, you wouldn't super know that this guy is like a country singer. Um, so I want to get out of studio. Album. I want to get out ahead of this before people start gassing on me for not liking country. I love Zach Brown band. So there you go. Saved it. That's, that's the, uh, no, the hedge, Ryan, the I, country I hedge. saved it, dude. I saved it. Yeah, Zach Brown Band. I've been you're to good. a concert. Saved it. <laughs> For sure. Uh, so this album's called Sunday Drive. Uh, fifth studio album from this boy. And it is, it's very good. It's uh, produced by a guy who helps produce for Casey Musgraves and James Bay. So I would say it's way more folk than it is country. Um, <laughs> you're giving me that face like, I don't know who those people I've are. I've never heard dude. any of those names. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, it's got a great vibe. Go listen to it. Cooking, music, Sunday music. Uh, my two favorite tracks are Magnolia and Gabrielle. It's a good one. Um, all right. Well, <laughs> I think I think we need to talk about uh, this Cardi B and oh, Megan Thee Stallion song, at least for a second. Sure. It's taken over the freaking internet. Like sure Everyone's has, talking yeah. about it. I don't know how you not talk about it. Uh, you want to say what the, the song is? called uh, WAP, right? Oh, WAP. God. You don't know what it WAP. stands for, do you? I know what it stands for. Say I'm not going to say it. No. That's you, gross. And yeah, my mom listens to this podcast. I, I listened to this on accident. Wait, I'm actually going to read this tweet from okay, this congressman because it. it's the funniest thing ever. So James P. Bradley, just super nerd cop. Uh, <laughs> Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion spelled them perfectly. Like, they're clearly on Yeah, he knows. Playlist. He searched it. Are what happens when children are raised without raised without God, without a strong father figure. Okay, that's just like not a thing you say. Their new quote song, the <laughs> the best is he hashtags WAP and then the like emoji comes up next to it in parentheses, which I heard accidentally um, under parentheses made me want to pour holy water in my ears, and I feel so sorry for future girls if this is their role model. This dude A sucks. B watch this. 
10 times without question the music video loved the music video ran that back i'm actually curious how do you think this man actually came across this song do you think his like daughter played it or do you think he literally hit play no i think he literally i think he literally saw this as a political opportunity to make a comment about a very sexually aggressive song i wonder how like through he got it like, he watched the whole he thing. Went to the end. He's he like, watched the whole I enjoy thing. this. Let me watch it again for research. Yeah, honey. Uh, one more time for research, please. I'm really I gotta in- make sure this tweet is accurate. I'm intrigued by that. Uh, Megan the the stallion is that her name? I'm intrigued. <laughs> like, yeah, come on, dude. We know what you did. And here's my thing. Like, despite the fact that it's obviously a very sexually aggressive song, and like, no, should Wait, little. What? Yeah, did you? Did I not get? Oh, you didn't realize. I, if oh. you listen to this song, be prepared and be. I think I intentionally listened to the Kids Bop version. Oh, yeah. The Wet Pool Party? Is yeah. that not? Yeah, that's the oh. one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, no, but like, sure, little girls maybe don't need to hear this song yet. However, I mean, I don't need to hear He it can't go day. out on that ledge and say but things like, without young women, without father figures. Like, do you know Megan the Stallion and Cardi B's life? Like, you can't yeah, just. Yeah, this sucks. Speak. Come on, dude. But, like, I've seen so many places, like, which I've heard accidentally. Like, that is the new, like, yeah, sure word did. meme. Yeah, you, you didn't do what every other person did and say, well, I might as well just see what the hype's about and look on well, YouTube. Research purposes. Check it out. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. That guy sucks. I mean, uh, if they wanted, if the, the goal was to make a very polarizing song and a very aggressive song, check. <laughs> if they knock it out of the park. <laughs> Good job, ladies. Uh, oh, and then did you listen to the the weekend juice world song i don't even know what it's called smile I yeah think. i did um i don't have much of a comment on it it bored me which is i think it's if you could imagine a juice world weekend song in your head you've already heard it you heard it <laughs> it's literally yeah every juice world hook ever and congratulations the like, <laughs> just like <laughs> in the background just yeah you know doing it, what he does it just bored me but it's fine whatever Alrighty, now we're going to uh, one of the one of the few incredible segments we do called Top Three A to Z. We're gonna talk a little bit about it now because I've just struggled with it. We're we're on letter B, yeah. so we're gonna go through a letter each episode. Ryan, Last this, episode, this shit is hard. A, it is very hard, <laughs> and I think my question is: Is this like if we had an iPod f- stranded on an island? I think that's a three songs. Okay, from here on out, that's what it is. Yeah. Okay, because it's not like way to do it. Because like I don't want to like pay homage to songs. Like wow, I really enjoy. So I've been doing my three three songs that I personally enjoy the most that start with these letters. But I think you yeah like listening to the song you enjoy the most. Correct, I enjoy the most. So I think that your I think your your phrasing there is perfect. It's top three songs that start with each letter that you would put on an iPod if you had to go to a that if this was the only form of listening to music you ever had for the rest of your life. Okay. These are that the makes three it songs from that letter that you chose. All right. I'll let you go first again, because I feel like it's going to be a recurring theme of stealing each other's songs. And, uh, yeah. So I've, so I, I prepared, like this might happen again. I prepared a way bigger list again. I, I think I know what song that you're thinking of right now. And so I'm just going to go ahead and say, it. um, first one I'll take is blood on the leaves. But damn it. How does this keep happening? Uh, so Fuck. for those of you who couldn't hear over Ryan reacting like a, a small, angry child, um, Blood on the Leaves dead. by Kanye West is, I mean, listen to the song and you'll know. You'll get it. 
I mean, the, just the vibe of this song is insane. And I could, it's so good. I could not give this song up. Like I could not go the rest of my life and not hear this song again. So it, it no. had to make the list. If it, I promise we're not just going to go A to Z and say Kanye songs. Cause last <laughs> week we started with all falls down, but like, yeah, you got to keep that one. You got to keep that song. Um, all right. Well now I got to move mine around, figure out which one I'm going to take, but I'm going to start with uh, beautiful girl by Sean Kingston. Wow. That is a great feel good reggae summer jam. I feel like I can think of like three different, like childhood friends house when that mm-hmm. song comes on. Great song. Okay, that's Love it. that's a pretty good choice. So my my next one is actually in a very similar vein to that song, um, but it's "Buy You a Drink" by T Pain. Mm, yes, that, that was a must good play. That that's the song where it doesn't matter really who you're with. If you're from a similar age bracket to us, or even if you're not, probably if you had kids that are a similar age to us, you loved this song and you listen to this song constantly. And it's I, I just. There is no song that can hit a radio and I know every single word and I scream it louder than Buy You a Drink by T-Pain. Hot take. I think I like I'm in love with a stripper better. Well, That's a great well, song. Well, this isn't top three I to Z, bro. I'm just saying, if we're talking about T-Pain. I mean, yeah, that's a that's a bop too. Uh, so I'm going to take a song that was probably second in this category of like hype-ass songs that start with b okay and i'm gonna go backstreet freestyle by kendrick lamar that's a great i love that song too it's the same kind of vibe of just like you just want to tear some shit up when you hear it Mm -hmm. so that's that's gonna be my backup from you stealing my my kanye song i understand that's a that's a really good choice um my last one and this is the third spot was the one that i struggle with the most just because there's a lot of songs that i'm willing to plug and play so i do this might be have to be one of the times we bend the rules and we have a few honorable mentions. Yeah, I have a I have a big list of mentions. Okay, so my third one and I'm blocking it in. It's going to be my my third one is Benny and the Jets. Oh, that's a good pick. Yeah, that's a good pick. I just love that song. I mean, it's it's kind of it hits in a similar way to uh, you know the the Elvis joint that I picked last week, and I can't believe I'm freaking blanking the name now yeah i can't remember but it's my favorite song ever and i don't even know what it's called a little let them date in a little more whatever what that song's is. called uh, i can't remember what all, it's called all a little less conversation it's called a little less conversation. <laughs> just, just said the words um yep. it's in a similar vibe to that where anytime i hear the song whether it be a movie whether it be radio i'm just i'm excited to hear it what's the frank ocean song that sounds exactly like many of the jets it's off of channel orange mm-hmm. you know what i'm talking about i do know uh, what you're talking about Another super rich very, kids yeah super it's like the exact kids. same yeah that's, beginning that's also as benny and the jets it's got a earl sweatshirt in it doesn't it yeah it does it does yeah. okay uh right, what's your this final one pick? i also struggled with i think i found this one last second today i think i'm gonna run with it banana pancakes by jack johnson wow okay jack johnson this album this whatever it is i know it's yellow and i think it has like a tree on it it's great it's another very uh, nostalgic album. I would I would pop it all the time. That is a fantastic um, Saturday morning or Sunday morning song, for sure. And I, it's that's why I love that we're doing this because I can't tell you the last time I listened to Jack Johnson. So mm-hmm. maybe I'll get that get that running up a little bit more now that I'm thinking yeah, about dust it. Dust off the old album. All right. Yeah. I'm just sure. gonna go. I'm just gonna go rapid fire style with some of my honorable mentions just because I don't yeah, want people to yell at us. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, of course, had to be an honorable mention. I don't even love that song. I didn't even, yeah. But like, I, I can, right, I'm telling you, right, if you're on a deserted island mm-hmm. and that's one of your three, every time it comes up, you're, you're like, God damn it, why did I, why did pick I waste this one? it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm with but, no one. But yeah, I'm on a deserted least. island, listen to Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you have to at least mention it. Uh, Brown Eyed Girl, Beat It, mm. and Bad Company is one of my favorite rock songs. 
Okay, good. Uh, I know we talked about this one when you were texting. Bridge Over Trouble Water. That's yeah. on Slaps. Yeah. Uh, Beer for My Horses by Toby Keith. Okay, I actually This is going to be the weirdest combination, I think, of five songs <laughs> you can ever think of in your life. Uh, Big Girls Don't Cry by Fergie. I love sure. that song. <laughs> okay, song. why not? BYOB, System of a Down. You know, goes right with Fergie. Sure. And then Boston by Augustana. Okay. You don't know BYOB by System of a Down? No, I do. I'm just saying, okay. like, these are... You gave me the, like, I don't know, sure. No, it's just the, the order in which these are being said. You're exactly right. It's just, like, those songs don't go together at all. I don't all. think you can find five, like, more far away from each other no. songs. I mean, don't get me wrong. I had Buy You a Drink next to Bohemian Rhapsody. They're very different, <laughs> but whatever. Um, this is fun. Cool, man. Well, I, I like your top three. I like my top three. I'm sorry. I'm, I'll we'll let you go first next week. That way, I don't steal a song from you again. Because Lord knows, our, but I our feel like I'm never going to steal a song from you. Although, if you had said like, blood on you know, the leaves or insane. all falls down, you would have taken it from me. Yeah, but I don't. Would they have I not been like your you going one? first? Okay, I'll go I first. I like reacting. Hey, I bro, like I, upset. I love going first. It's fun. It's fun. All right, so there's okay. your top three A to B. We just completed B. Yeah. Wow. Only twenty. Nine more left. Twenty-four. <laughs> I, I just had to look around the room. You know, my bedroom actually has. Oh, you, you know, still have cursive that. letters. Is it yeah, the cursive the, one the that border. teaches you how to do cursive? Yeah. Every time I have to sign my name, I go R. Okay. R. Why? Oh wait, I'm doing all cool. caps. <laughs> Next segment we got, which newly we renamed from "I Listened" because we're just uh, really unoriginal losers uh, to run it back. <laughs> I listened was the worst segment name yeah. ever. Yeah, good. Hey, yeah. run that back. Horrible. So run that back. Uh, I'm gonna say you're. Uh, your so just to clarify, run run that back is where we listen to last week's songs oh, right. that were we mentioned by that. the other individual. Thanks. Yeah, co-host duties. You know, you gotta do what you gotta do. True. Um, True. So yeah, it's called run that back. It's when we listen to the songs that the other person was listening to. And actually, you know, talk about him. We gave him a listen, see how we feel about him. For sure. So I got on mine that you threw a hell of a picnic. Thank you. Your picnic was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was, right? Uh, I think West Side Love was exactly how you described it. It uh-huh. was just like, everyone's enjoying this. And then like and then YG comes in. YG's just, just like, I got shot in LA. And I'm like, yep, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. So what do you got? I got some other things, but we'll bounce back and forth. Yeah. Um, let's see where I want to start. So I'll start with the, the bad, the one that I didn't love. Um, I can't wait. I love when you shit on my music. <laughs> That's what we're here for. Um, it was the, the Phoebe Bridgers song, uh, Kyoto. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, didn't love it. I think it just didn't resonate with me. And, and the biggest reason why is that genre to me, for whatever reason, all sounds the same. Like it's the same yeah. whiny kind of slow song. Um, and I just feel like if I've heard one song by that type of artist, I've heard every song by them. So it just doesn't fit me. I can see why people would like it, but I think this is what it is. It, it, they all sound like they're trying to be Lord, but being sad. <laughs> okay. And that just doesn't, I it see just that. doesn't do it for me. But it was like, it, I can see why it was a good song. Yeah. And what's funny is I picked the most upbeat song in that album. Like they're no just shit. slower. Oh, the rest oh my of them god! Are way slower. So glad I didn't waste my time with the whole album. Yeah, so good for that. <laughs> uh, one thing I thought was funny that country correspondent Kathleen brought to my attention that mm-hmm. Kane Brown song we had on last week. Yeah. When we were like, "Oh, it kind of reminds me of uh, that like Nelly yep. and uh, Florida Georgia Line song." Apparently, Nelly just did a song with Kane Brown. 
<laughs> I, actually, I saw that. So I did listen. Yeah. I actually did listen to it. It didn't make. And it sounds like nothing like Nelly. No, that's why I didn't even talk about it because I was like, that does not sound like Nelly. But we'll no, hear. it's very weird. But it's funny that we just called it without even knowing that existed. Yeah, so. for real. Got anything else for me? Yeah. Any um, other music? No, I have some other. I have some good feelings actually. I got three compliments for you. Um, Ooh, let's go. Unless you're just gonna like say that and then no this is real i promise you i promise you um so this one this is the the one i was alluding to earlier what i don't know which one is the artist and (laughs) which one is the song title (laughs) but i think the song is called amber and it's by 311 yeah you got it yeah so that that one uh is definitely like a very islandy i think was the biggest thing for me that i really enjoyed i mean it's just a good man the island man (laughs) yeah it's a super islandy it's got a really good vibe um I think my, the only thing about it was like I wanted a little bit more from it. I don't know if yeah. I wanted a beat switch or what exactly it was, but a beat switch, dude, it's reggae. <laughs> I know, <laughs> no but like beat switches and reggae. All right, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. But it, it, it's definitely a good jam. I like that one a lot. It's funny um, how that's how your brain works. Like I don't know the flow. I don't know, like, man. I feel like, like you switch the flow up for a little bit. I just feel like maybe he should spit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then the other two I wanted to give you a compliment on were Summer Feelings by Lennon Stella, Charlie Puth, and Jingy. Is that how yeah, you say sure. it? I don't know. It's EDM, so it doesn't matter. Cool. Um, but that was like an immediate like boom on a playlist. Love oh, that yeah. song. Not too far gone if you're not an EDM listener. Um, big fan of that. I think that's actually the second Lennon Stella thing that you've had me listen to that I actually really enjoyed. Yeah, because I think um, you liked the album that uh, yeah. was on my my 2020 list correct so i think i might have to like go full-blown on them them she's pretty pretty great it's just uh one one lady one nice lady um i might have to go full on and then only other comment there is like charlie puth has freaking pipes dude that guy sang sang um and then the i listened to ain't right by raven crane and mo mo falk (laughs) 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 super confident with the names and titles um that was just like a little bit too EDM for me, but if it came out at a party, I wouldn't be mad at it. I would enjoy myself. Yeah. So I've, I felt I've pretty good about that one too. Say that. Um, but that was all. I mean, so so far, so good in terms of what you've been suggesting. Just, you know, the Phoebe Bridgers song was a little eh to me. But Yeah. Funny thing about Charlie Puth, he actually has perfect pitch. He like is an incredible yeah. musician. And he was told he has to dumb down his music in order for it to be like on the pop charts so he yeah, was writing you these like crazy that. arrangements and they were just like yo bro we need like four chord songs if you want to be big and he's like damn it fine <laughs> so there's like so much <laughs> he can do so i feel like once he gets big he should just kind of unleash and do a bunch of crazy yeah shit. that would be kind of cool i awesome. feel like if he gets to that point where he's big enough that he doesn't have to worry about the you know the the clout of appealing to a broader audience i feel like he could definitely drop some cool stuff for sure cool. all right baby let's pass the ox let's do it so, so mine, uh, we should start introducing things. Yeah. You love just people just popping straight in. Exactly what we're doing. <laughs> I get excited. Uh, so, so pass, pass the, the ox. ox. Go ahead. Go ahead. You describe things. Oh, wow. Thank you. Nicer you. voice. Oh, that's so kind. Um, pass the ox is essentially a way for us to send you towards the later half of your week and potentially into your weekend. Um, it seems like this wasn't originally the, the plan, but it's going to, it has been thus far as we'll kind of give you a vibe that these songs are meant for and give you some description and we'll give you three song suggestions potentially that you haven't heard of before that I'll send you, send you well on your way for the rest of the week until you hear from us next week. Good stuff. Um, I'll go first. So mine is kind of like a, like morning vibes. Like when you're having like a good morning, I don't know if you're, 
that's probably if you're just a morning person, it could be a Friday morning. You're ready to finish out your week. It's a Saturday morning. You're just ready to get after it. There's excitement in the air. Maybe you got a little coffee buzz going. Um, so the first one I got is More by Lawrence. They're mm. uh, like soul pop siblings from New York City yeah. on John Bellion's uh, music label. And they're so feel good. It's just so I've much I've seen soul them live and, and they're exceptional. Uh, I would love to. I cannot wait to. It's just like you just want to like pop out of your bed to this song and just like have a great day. Like let's get after it. Yep. Um, to the same to the same tune I got, which is doesn't sound like the same tune, but it fits really well. It's Jet Black by Anderson Pack. Mm. Another just like ready to have a day, have a great morning. The maybe you're just like a shower jam. You're just like dancing in the mirror or something like that. <laughs> and then I'll finish it off with my banger of the week. It's not too much of a banger. I think mm-hmm. it would fit into the other songs that you, you'd enjoyed. It's not too far off the edge. Okay. Um, same page by Vincent. It's pretty energetic. It's not too overpowering. Definitely like for a sip of coffee, just like feeling it in the morning. Me when I text you and it's 530 in the morning. Definitely that kind of vibe. Cool. That's definitely definitely going to be on my list to, uh, to run that back next week and talk about it. That'll be a, a quick listen. Cool. Well, I'm glad that you covered the the happy good stuff because mine is oh, no. the polar opposite. Oh, no. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I had a, a really rough week, week and a half, however you want to look at it, over the past Music helps. Long. That's what music is for. Music definitely helps. But Gets you through everything. For me, a lot of times when you're having a bad week, you just kind of lean into it. Um, mm-hmm. So this is this is called Pass the Ox, The Bad Week. Or oh, I like another this. one is, you know, it's also ideal for boxing workouts. So I'll just throw that little... Okay little Humble extra brag. segment of wow people. just imagine kyle hitting a boxing <laughs> <laughs> so dreamy thanks um, he has nothing to say he's like yeah dude it's dreamy dreamy yeah, it's, it's anyway, pretty, go ahead. pretty freaking dreamy Tell me what you're um cool so we're gonna we're gonna start with the song called russia by dave east um uh, dave east is an east coast rapper dave east um known for his aggressive lyrics the the reason why you're going to start off your your bad week playlist or your box workout or whatever it may be with this um is because it has a really slow build up and then all of a sudden he just drops a bass on you and slams the lyrics <laughs> down your throat and it's it's the best way to kind of ramp up really that anger kind of frightening. <laughs> <laughs> it's the uh, kind of the best way to ramp up that anger and get you a, a solid workout to burn off the steam um once you're there i mean you're at the end of russia you're all the way in it so you're you're mad you're ready to go you're you're doing what you got to do whether it be just you know leaning into it and screaming into a pillow just more or pissed than sad gym. okay yeah maybe it's maybe it's the pissed week it's, yeah. it's not the bad week. it's the pissed week um next is put a date on it by yogati featuring little baby uh this skips no beats you are immediately thrown into the aggression in this song so you're already there <laughs> you don't need the slow build up anymore you just want to continue that vibe and just let all that stuff roll off your back um, i mean it's literally a song about telling your enemies to put a date on it and you know set the date for the fight we'll be there we'll be prepared so it's it's pretty it. pretty Goes applicable with the boxing um, yeah. So then after those two songs, you're going to be feeling a little bit better, right? That's, that's essentially six minutes of burnout. And let's be candid. Most of us, if we're, you know, really leaning all the way into our anger, we only have about five to 10 minutes in us anyway. So there's Check your six motorcycle minutes outside, dude. Yeah. You like that? <laughs> tight, super tight. Um, <laughs> so after that point, you'll be, uh, you'll be bringing it home and you want to, you want to still be in that same mindset a little bit, but you also, you know what, you made it through. You know, the aggression poured out, 
but here we are. We're going to play Soul Survivor by Akon and Young Jeezy Ooh, as your throwback of the song. week. You know, like I said, we made it through. We're Soul Survivors. The bad week is over. It's time to enjoy that weekend. That's fantastic. Well, I had a lot of fun today. I think we put together another good playlist. I mm. hope I cheered up your shitty week. Maybe I made it worse. You know what? I don't really care. It's yet so. to be determined. I mean, it was fine, I guess. <laughs> well, that's good. So, <laughs> you know what, Kyle? Until next time. And uh, thanks for hey, passing brother. the ox to me. As always, thanks for passing the ox to both of us. We love you, I guess. I mean, we don't really know all of you. Maybe yeah, we do. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I could go on a limb and say I, I feel love good most about people. most of you. Yeah, I definitely feel good. They give good vibes, I think. But anyway, point being, thanks as always and until next time. See you guys.